Hello, and welcome to our brand of sumo. I'm Claire. I'm Micah. Nice. I'm defeated. <laughs> defeated like half of these ricochet because only half of them can win. That's, That's how it works. Correct. Yep. Math. Mm-hmm. Um, our first bout was Tohakuyu. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go with that. Tohakuyu. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Chia, versus um, uh The former is the Drio visitor for the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chio Maru hankered. It was kind of a hanka. It was a hanka. Right? Uh, it was a hanka. He can't. He, he's not really the hanka in type because he's not that fast. Yeah, but like it was a hanka. Well, it, sort of. He moved backwards towards the bales. This is really making my like spreadsheet of hankas challenging. The ones that were like, it's like 0.75 of a hanka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's challenging. Right. But anyway, it looked like it was a successful, basically, hanka. Um, but then there was a Monoe card. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when we watch it in slow-mo, he sure as fuck actually catches that top knot. That was a real top knot violation. Like fingers in the top knot, like, not just a graze, yeah. not a gentle graze, not a not a lusciously no. like sweep the air near the top knot. No, top knot gets grabbed, it gets yanked. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gets a uh, a uh, Hansoku because he fouled by grabbing the top knot, mm-hmm. and that means that uh, our jury or visitor. Tohakuryu got his kachikoshi. Got his kachikoshi off of mm-hmm. uh, Hansoku, so that's fun. It was fun. Shouts to him. He's having <laughs> a very good tournament down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we had Kagayaki and Takara Fuji. Uh, I just have not much Oshidashi, so what you got for me? Uh, Kagayaki won. Takara Fuji said, "Fuck." Yeah, yeah. Well, he just he did he did the thing where you put your lips together and you go <clears throat> the little the blowout, which is I'm sure great in the microphone. <laughs> My apologies, but um. That was just mean. But yes. My bad. Uh, I did it kind of to the side. Uh, Takara Fuji was pushed backwards towards the bale. And then he jumped. And I'm not sure he knew what his plan was. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he landed, he knew it was the wrong plan. Mm. He's um, like trying to do something, but yeah. not. Yeah. He, he like his body reacted in a way. And it was the wrong reaction. <laughs> and he was pushed out. Uh, next up, we had Ariyama versus Kodoeko. We both had the same thought going into this bout, which was double hanka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sadly, we have yet to see the, the mythical double hanka. Sadly, uh, today was not the day. Uh, they both start off thrusting, and then like they trade attempts to throw. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ariyama's is successful. It sure uh, was. Kotanage. It's a good one too. Yeah, this was uh, this was fun to see. I like to see Ariyama moving around like that. I have to. You just have to approach every sumo day. As if the previous days didn't happen, because if you let the hinkas uh, shatter <laughs> your heart, the way this tournament is going, there will be no enjoyable sumo left. Yeah, that's very, very true. So, yeah. Uh, bat number four, Azumaru versus Hirodoumi. Uh, Both of them are uh, in this bout attempting to get their kachikoshi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my read on this was that Hirodoumi went a little... Let himself get a little too far down. 
it looked like he almost his hand almost slipped off of Azumaru's chest almost. Yeah, he kind of slipped down, enabling Azumaru to get a good grip on his um, Mwashi and throw him or Watanage. Mm-hmm. Didn't really look like your typical Watanage. Well, no, like... because I don't because it felt it felt more like almost. I mean, it wasn't like almost a Hatake Komi in that. Yeah. Hidoto Umi the entire back half of the match horizontal. Yeah. Uh, waiting to be uh, thrown to the dirt, yeah. basically. As he, because like he, it wasn't a slip and like the the doyo left him. It was like he went forward and his and he like could not get purchased on Azumaru's chest, yeah. and then that was the end of that. Yeah. Azumaru did twist out of the way. It wasn't like oh, it was a sure. total slip. Like Azumaru was avoiding his hands, but mm-hmm. that's it was a it was like a slip and it was over from there. Uh, so Azimari got his eight wins, which as everyone has been saying, his first top division Kachakoshi. And the crowd went silent. Yeah, I don't know if it was just like the video that we were watching how we were editing or something, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like it seemed like the crowd had just no reaction to that right that bout. It, yeah. It was weird. I agree. I agree. I wasn't it was a bizarre feeling. Yeah. Next um, bout. Next bout. Takano Show and Surugi Show. Surugi Show hankas. Because of course he does. Next bout. Ichimamoto versus Endo. It was a successful hanka. He won with a Kuridashi. Oh, right. Yeah. I stopped caring. Yeah. No. Uh, Ichimamoto versus Endo. This is how I'm shooting hankas from now on. That's fair. Um, Ichimamoto just was not very effective in this bout. He... Uh, he needs to work on his technique. We said this before. He needs to work on his techniques. Yes. All of them. The sumo techniques. His just control? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like applied applied pushing, here. applied thrusting. He's not, he's not, no. Neither of them are working for him. Yeah. Um. So Endo took him out with Anoshidashi. Right, right out. All right. Mitoryu versus Oho. This is just getting sad with Oho. Um, I mean, we've we had listen. Everyone has these tournaments. Yeah. You know, he'll Mitoru. look back on this in a few years and be like, "I've I'm learning. I that was a learning place for me." Yeah. Mitoryu just kind of like turns him around and shoves him out, and there's just gives him a little spin. Yeah. At, at one point, I think Oho was trying to use that to like do something, but it just at no point was that even remotely successful. He seems to be reacting like a quarter second after he's supposed to. Yeah. It's like he's like, oh, I'm near the bales. I should do a movement. But by the time his body is doing said movement, he is out of the doyo. He's <laughs> too like in his head about it. Mm hmm. Next is, up. Oh, yeah. sorry. You ever, you ever, you ever been, you ever been, like, you ever had like a, a rough streak in life, and you just feel like every every guess you make is the wrong one, mm. and like then you start second guessing even simple decisions that you know, like I know what to do in this scenario. This is the right thing to do, but mm-hmm. because you've made a couple of mistakes before, and you've been taking L's, you're like, dang. Now I'm not actually sure if I know what I'm doing because. Like, like, I feel like, you know. Yeah, I thought I knew how things go, and clearly I don't. It's so. relatable, so. That's fair. Yeah. Hopefully, listen, three more days. Yeah. Three more days, then you get a month and a half off. You can go get some hugs, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You can go get, uh, eat some chonko, get slapped around by your by your elders. <laughs> Oof. I mean. It's in a rough way at the moment. 
Get no. slapped around during like practice in a reasonable sumo fashion, not through hazing. Hazing. Well, bad. we can only hope. That's what I'm saying. Let's 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 send some positive vibes into the air or something. Yeah, Oho needs the positive vibes anyway. I'm hoping that them holding like anybody accountable means that that will help. Like, I agree. I agree. I agree. Stables as well. Because um, you know, if like one person came forward, there are other people that don't. Oh, there's. Oh, like, it's been rife for yeah. generations. Yeah. You know how it is. Well, any, any sort of like organizations like this, I feel and like these modern yeah. these modern kids are just soft. Huh. Uh. I. Next up, Tokyo <laughs> Fuji and Chiyo Shoma. Uh. Extremely sumo. Extremely sumo. Uh, Chiyo Shoma is trying to like pull Hokuto Fuji down. At the edge, mm-hmm, sure uh, but was. definitely very much steps out first. Yeah, um, sure did. Was pushing him out, mm-hmm. and he he didn't step out as in like a accidental step out. Hokufuji pushed him out. Right, his, uh, right. At the Extremely edge strong work. sumo. Yeet. Very good, Hokufuji Oshidashi. Koto Shoho versus Nishikigi. Yeah, this looked a lot like Nishikigi's uh, bout at the beginning. And then at the edge, Koto Shoho slips to the side and grabs his belt and uh, grabs Nishiki's belt and gets, um, not belt. No. It was a beltless um, arm throw. Yeah. yeah. It's Goinagi. Mm-hmm. He grabs Nishikigi. Yes. He grabs the body of Nishikigi. Yes. And then sends him out of the doyo. Indeed. Done. That was, I mean, you nailed it. That's what, that's, that, is, <laughs> that is what happened. There wasn't too much else to it. No, no. It was good. It, it was, was good. good. Go Sumo. Uh, he did not let his loss yesterday deter him from the path forward. Yeah. There is still a chance. Mental at, fortitude. You know. Next up, we have Abi and Ura. Uh, this was interesting because I am still not sure if this was a Hanka. I believe, I believe that the statute of limitations was up and therefore it does not count as a technical hanka, but that's Uda's fault. Yeah. If Uda had come forward at the Tachiyai like a regular wrestler does, it then would this, definitely is, this is a hanka. But his thing where he just, where he jukes and waits uh, a yeah. second. Uda goes and down half. and like darts back and forth. I Meanwhile, Abby's like jumping, which would be a hanka if uh, Ura was anybody else. Right. But then Uda, Uda does come forward, and then he gets the official Hanka maneuver of the Hataki Komi done yeah. to him. Yeah, so Abi does still definitely slap him down, Hataki Komi. But he's still, he's still, the reason I consider it a Hanka, whatever, we all know that Abi has Hanka is because heart. he's still moving at the time. When Uda gets there, he's still completing that same broad, that he's jump. just across the, across the doyo <laughs> from where he would normally have been. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Again, so I'm like, am I trying to find hankas where there aren't hankas just because we've deemed this the hanka East tournament? I'm trying to avoid like confirmation bias, but the oh, announcer no. definitely thought it was a hanka. Oh, the the Japanese like, announced. Crew, I'm not alone here. The Japanese announced crew was very much agreed that this was a hanka, or at least hanka adjacent. Yeah. Um, Hink, close enough to a hanka that we have to discuss whether it's a hanka. And mostly, what it was was, I uh, to be fair to not to be fair to Abi, whatever he has his issue show. Um, Uda can come forward if he wants to. He could. He could. And if you can wait that long, maybe see where the opponent is before you start moving forward. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Look yeah. up a little bit. Look weird, up a little bit. Weird about all around. Just both of them going in totally yep. different directions. So uh, they both come out of that at seven and five, right? Uh, that's sure. That sounds right. Well, Uda is six and six. Sorry. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Buddha is six and six. And Abi is seven and five. Cool. So that's where we are. Next up, we have Onosho and Tamawashi. This was a really fun bout. Maybe my favorite bout of the day. Yeah, this was really good. I, I don't know. There's one later that I think has in contention, but mm. this was really good. Yeah, I just love the way that Onosho came with all of his effort towards mm-hmm. Tamawashi. So he pushed him towards the belt. And Tamawashi uh, was not having any of it. So he also applied his pushing techniques. Yep. And Onosho was able to get Tamawashi angled in the right direction for him. Mm-hmm. to be able to get inside of some or to like take some of the the bluntness off of those pushes from Tamawashi mm. which as we've seen this whole tournament is hard to do true and then he was able to just back him right out of there yeah it was I thought it was impressive and as soon as he yeets Tamawashi out of the doyo uh full swagger walk back yeah arms swinging just the strut. doesn't doesn't look anywhere remotely near Tamawashi's on the ground <laughs> spins Arms are arms akimbo. I got Onosha flail, wants about. it. Onosha gets it. Onosha's feeling it. Mm-hmm. The crowd oh. was also feeling it. The crowd is feeling it. I mean, how can you not? How can you not? Yeah. Look at that man. And to be fair, like a lot of times we've noted Onosha strutting when it's not really all that merited. Listen, Onosha will strut on four, <laughs> on four and ten. Okay, yeah. like. But right now, Onosha has maintained his two loss. Uh, Record, so he is sitting pretty right now. So right, we'll get to as of the as of this end. moment, as of this moment, top of the rankings. Yeah, exactly. Next up, Tobizaru and Miyogiru. Giru. Me, you. Mm, yep. <laughs> Me, yo, Giru. We got to work on those witty, on those Giryu. Giryu. That's why I struggle it's with. It's that tongue in the top of the, at the palate near the where the gums meet the teeth kind of a situation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you? Do you? I got a messed up mouth. I have extra bones in my mouth. I think, not. I think that's not it. Mm. Sus. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this was interesting because Tobizar and Miyagiru were less like thrusting at each other or pushing at each other and more like batting at each other. Lots of. Okay, may I read you my notes? Yes, absolutely. Why do people pull? That's very true. What is the draw? Miyogiru tries to pull. What is the attraction? It just doesn't work. Tobizar pushes him out, and then because he's Tobizar, he just dives into the crowd just for funsies. He's like, missed it. He hasn't done a lot of crowd diving this, this tournament. Yeah, so it's like, had, okay, if nobody's going to push there. me into the crowd, I guess I'm going to have to just run into it by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um... Uh, Miyogiru show, showed very low ring awareness here. Yeah. Because... And this is, I've seen this a lot this tournament, and people are pulling um, way too late. Mm -hmm. Like, you can only pull in the middle of the doyo. Mm -hmm. I mean, or you have to do the twist, you have to twist if you're trying to, like, reverse position at the edge. Slip to the side, yeah. You can't pull them into you when you're already on the Tawada. That's not, doesn't make any sense to me. Agreed. Granted. I don't know what I would do in a scenario like this. I would simply not lose. Mm, I would simply lose every time. I, would simply, I don't like being slapped. I would simply not be in that position. Because I would not be a, a Rikishi. Oh, listen. I'm I'm a Tetsu Yoshi All-Star. It's, it's that tournament where he went 0-15 on, on doing, <laughs> doing uh, leg grabs every single time. That's me. I'm, I'm, I'm dug it down, grabbing the leg. Doesn't work. I, I'm done. 
just touch the ground. You just put your hand down, like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy how many Toby Sawyer bouts that he wins end up like if you glance up at the end and you miss the last move, looks like he lost because he's just so much further out. Oh, he is he is hanging out with people in the fifth row. Mm-hmm. Slapping babies, kissing nuns, whatever <laughs> it is that people do. Is that how it goes? Mitaki Umi versus Dai Eisho. Yeah. Um, Dai Eisho is a better pressure thruster. Mitaki Umi was, he, he was leading him around for a little bit and he was looking he was by leading him i mean he was intentionally mm-hmm. going backwards he wasn't he was not being fully like the show pushed him mm-hmm. and they can see his strategy immediately mm-hmm. was to lead him because he was he was going back at right. a slightly different angle than the way Daisha was pushing him towards yes. and he was angling he being mitake umi was angling for a twist out of yes. some sort or a slap of some sort. Yeah, so he like tries to move to the side, but unfortunately for him, Daisho keeps his head just absolutely buried in his like chest oh, stomach. Daisho was like nah. Knew what was coming. Exactly. And was yeah, he was he stayed in, he stays tight, and he just was able to push him right out. Mitakiumi had no had no chance really. No answer, Oshidashi. Yeah, that was great. I thought it was very well done. I love seeing my hometown uh buddy. Hometown just, hero. You know. Cleanup shop. Next up, we have Meisei and Sadanomi. Um, this would have been the biggest O of the day out of this household. Yeah, yeah. So I right. have feelings about this. Okay, so here's what happened. Yeah. I'll I'll give the brief the brief one okay. rundown. It's a sumo match, right? True. Meisei, Sadanomi, Meisei is pushing, tugging, hard into Sadanomi. Sadanomi does what every sumo wrestler does and pulls uh, as he's going towards the bit. Ba- now, the key the key note here is that Sadano Umi instigate this, instigates this, this pull before he's actually on the Tawada. <laughs> he does it while he's inside the doyo. Mm-hmm. And so, key. he's able to fully engage the pull down, gets Meisei going towards the dirt before jumping out of the doyo, Slaps him down. What seems like an easy victory. Mm-hmm. Then, then the Manoe comes call. up. And it can only be one thing. Because it was clear that the Meisei was like all fours on the ground. Yeah. Before Sadano Umi um, remotely is whatever. Because the thing is, it was Meisei was winning that fight mm-hmm. right up until Sadano Umi did that move. Which is what got yep. the O. Because we were like, oh! oh it was it was a twisty turn. Right. And so the Manoe comes up. And it could only be a top knot. So we it know what to watch. Only be a top knot. And it looked to me like Sadano Umi brushed the top knot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, okay. So I'm not super mad about this because the top knot was definitely not like grabbed as much as it was in the uh, first bout. Yeah. The Tohokuri Mar- bout. Yep. That one. Um, so like I end a vacuum. I'm okay with this not being overturned. Mm-hmm. But it was the right call to not overturn it. Yes, and this is the sort of thing that they have called like numerous times now, and it just seems so. And they've called it as a foul numerous times, and it just seems very, very. So, for those of you uh, who don't really know us, whatever, what you're witnessing throughout the course of 
our entire time watching sumo really is claire becoming a sports fan so <laughs> that's true claire is sort of like unfamiliar with the sort of i guess like wider american sports culture as a thing or what have you um has seen sports like sports will watch you know we're into the college softball mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. love curling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. love to watch people run fast basketball's fun basketball is a, is a hoot nba not college thank you very much right um these are this is WNBA, you know it's a good time mm-hmm. um but like rock climbing what rock climbing cliff diving. cliff diving you know absolutely all the sports um darts both <laughs> listen 180 <laughs> is what we're here for every time we love mm-hmm. we love a nine legger it's um, always fun to get on espn and go to like espn 27 and see see what they're doing hacky sack throwing or like oh that spike ball the thing. spike ball thingy with the whatever it's just it's like saturday morning at like seven forty-five, and you're like about to go mow the lawn and you're just like what is this and you're mm-hmm. like yeah yeah that's it that's Ooh, competitive tag oh competitive tag with the with the with the jungle gym situation that yeah. they're running through yeah wild basically like competitive parkour or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's, right right it's a whole it's a whole ordeal it's a whole world out there but claire watches and then is out, right? I don't engage. not really not really emotionally invested at all mm-hmm. in what's going on, mm-hmm. right? And as a result, Claire has managed to go thirty something years of life without um, the the true sort of joy and agony of referees. <laughs> and now Claire, even when I played sports, I never got mad at the refs. Right, that was that was against the rules. And so now Claire is fouls, emotionally invested in the sport. That has human referees, yeah. and it is um, causing some distress. I'm never really mad at the Gyojis, to be fair. No, no. It, you're not mad at the Gyojis because the Gyojis never call the hair pulling. That's true. You're mad at the wider, wider referee system yeah. that allows for a replay to look at to the see judges. whether or not the Hansoku was performed, right? That's what you. That's what you are upset about. The circle um, of old men that comes up. In the circle course. of old men of former Rikishi themselves, who hold the fate of the sport in their hands mm-hmm. and sort of willy nilly decide what is a top knot pull, what is not a top knot pull. Mm-hmm. Um, and my like real like zest for this issue definitely came into being with that one bout where they overturned a Tano Fuji victory. Hey, he was robbed. He was completely robbed. That was my man. Fully... My man didn't come anywhere near the top knot. No. No one near the top knot. That was ridiculous. No, yeah. So I was still mad about that, and now every time it just, I feel like I've seen something cool, and then they're just like, oh, top knot, or oh, not top knot, and I'm just, I don't know. It's frustrating. What upsets you is that it is not called consistently the same way every time, which is the siren song of the sports fan. I'm like, I don't mind if they get it wrong. I just want them to do it the same way every time so we know what to expect. Exactly. Is that so hard? Yes. I mean, they literally do cycle out the judges, so like it it is literally different people looking at it. It shouldn't be. (sighs) It shouldn't be that hard. This Mm -hmm. one seems fairly like, is is our fingers inside top knot? Mm -hmm. Yes, no. It should mm-hmm. be a, a fairly binary situation. Because mm-hmm. some people seem to judge it as like, does the hand brush the top knot? Mm-hmm. Whereas other people seem to judge it as like, does the hand become fully entangled with the top knot? Right. And it's just very confusing. Right. No, it's a lot of it's a lot of. Well, the spirit of the law is was the top knot used as part of the attack? Exactly, and that's why I think it should be called more like, is the top knot actually like 
grabbed or like you know more aggressively like tapped at least mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as opposed to just like your hand might have slightly grazed it because like so what happens a lot of times with these is that the hand is on the neck so like i said where the pool I is do think that this one was called correctly and the hand slides vacuum. down over the back of the hair during a pulling technique or maneuver mm-hmm. and then the fingers lightly graze the top knot area yeah it would be a loving caress if it was done in slow motion in the bedroom as opposed to right. being launched out of a doyo, right? Um, Caressing my top knot. You know that's what I like. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> and then um, uh, a lot of times it's not, it's like it is, today was the most blatant one I think I've ever seen, the Tohokuriyu match. Yes. Where Chiyo, uh, Maru? Yeah. Got his fingers just stuck, like 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 legit, like <laughs> stuck in there, right? Like yeah. you know, because um, usually it's a grazing about the top. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows not to do it, you know. And so, I feel like if it's not a part of the thing, it doesn't. You know, we can just let it go. This is also just jerked my emotions around a little bit because Meisei was trying to stave off Kachikoshi, and so mm-hmm. at first I'm like, ah, he failed to to stave it off. Suddenly so we warm with the the Hatakikomi. And then there's a mono E, and then I'm like, oh man, he did graze the top knot. Maybe Macy's gonna luck out. And then they're like, no. And I'm just very confused and don't know how to feel. Um, but hey, Sadano we gotta win, so go him. Well, Midori Fuji versus Wakamoto Haru. Yes, they immediately kind of lock up their arms. Not yep. like on the belt, but like their arms. And then Midori Fuji does get a grip on the front of the belt. Sure did. But then they kind of do some back and forth and kind of goes on and off the bell wakamoto haru gets midori fuji so he's locked in so wakamoto haru is locked onto midori fuji mm-hmm. blocking all of his attempts at getting good arm position and they're at the north end of the doyo jeez we're getting real detailed here and it's almost taken out and he, he tries to get midori fuji out well i wrote this down specifically because i was very impressed at midori fuji's sliding technique to get away from that move like to get Cause like I feel like if he is any less locked in like mentally in that moment, he's yeeted out of the doyo. Absolutely. Like his he was getting pushed I it was hard out. That moment. And he slides back into the. I was like, wow, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midori Fuji gets loose enough to grab Wakamoto Haru's leg. That doesn't immediately take Wakamoto Haru down. Yeah, Wakamoto Haru went for a pull for some reason in that moment. I feel like that was kind of a Hail Mary. Like, he, like, um, goes for the back of the neck yeah. while, while Midori Fuji is going for the leg, and now he's all... Yeah. Now he's all So he's completely sorts. off balance, um, so Midori Fuji ends up running with an Oshidashi, but it was an Oshidashi, like, by way of a... Ashitori. Yeah, Ashitori, yeah. which we haven't seen in a minute. We haven't seen... Well, Tedetsuyoshi's out. Yeah, alas. Inho and Tedetsuyoshi yeah. were, like, <laughs> the leg pick specialists. Yeah, that's true. Midori Fuji loves that arm uh, technique. Uda um, will occasionally go for one. That's true, because he goes so low. He goes so low. I would love to see Midori Fuji pull out a few of them. That'd be fun. I, was I don't think he wants to. Up. I don't think he wants to. That's fine, and he doesn't have to. I'm just saying they're fun. Oh, the leg pick is great. I kick, I'm kick. i kicking you. <laughs> I may not be able to, but yeah. I'm trying to at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is this? <laughs> Very reminiscent of like a small child. <laughs> right. You're like, oh. Legs. <laughs> oh. I'm in Lilliput again. All right, Wakataka Kage versus Kodono. Listen, Wakamoto Haru and Wakataka Kage being so close is going to become a Nishiki problem at some point. Right. Wakataka Kage 
if they ever put on the same belt, I have them it's better over. distinguished in my mind. Though well, we had we had a lot of time where we paid attention to one, not the other. And then Wakamoto Haru showed up. Wakamoto Haru is has been in black the entire time. Yeah, Wakataka Kage was in blue, and then a lighter blue, and now is silver. Yep. Hopefully he will not at any point go. Uh-huh. They cannot go. He cannot go black. Yeah. And Wakamoto Haru cannot go silver. Yep. So. I know it doesn't really fit with his whole, like, image as the very kind of traditional on a sumo guy, but I say Wakamoto Haru should, like, come out with one of these super bright colors. You gotta like, go orange. You gotta go bright green. Bright, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Erdo's kind of got the corner on the pink, but, like... It's wild that, like... What about purple? Can yeah. we get somebody out here in purple? We have, we've had plenty of purples. I mean, Midori Fuji should be wearing purple by all rights, but, um... Is that purple? No, it's Murasaki. I can't. I got messed up with the other. There's another. There's another wrestler who used to. Endo has purple. Oh dang! You're right. Cool. My bad, Endo. Yeah, Endo but has like a brighter. It's like a purple. lavender. Like a more. Someone um, some, robust, hold a on. More saturated purple. Someone while we were watching has definitely worn purple. You're probably right. I'm. I'm. You know, notoriously bad at remembering anything, but also people's washy colors. Someone would be like, oh, yeah, they just switched out their Mawashi mid-tournament. I'm like, did they? Yeah, it's uh, for luck. I like when they do it for luck and keep losing. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, I'm going to change my ways. Wait, what color is Koto Echoes? Is it purple? It's probably. Oh, yeah, it was probably purple. I think that was part of my original like liking of him was that yeah. he wore a purple Mawashi. Okay, just it's take lighter, everything it's a, li- it's, a lighter, it's a lighter purple. What you want is that dark, that deep purple. Yeah. Everyone's on a lighter shade of purple. You yeah. want a darker purple. More like vibrant purple. Yeah. Yeah. Like your blanket. Like the blanket that everybody listening to us can see. Listen, the people who know, know. Yeah. If you know. My purple blanket. The good one. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Wakataka Kage versus Kota Nawaka. Um, Kota Nawaka really needs to practice his uh, Tawada technique. He doesn't have anything out the bells. This whole tournament has been a lot of him trying things. Maybe, the, ma- listen, I, kn- I do know that yeah. sometimes people do exploratory tournaments where they, they're practicing like a particular type of technique or whatever. Kodonawaka's losing at it. But maybe this is for the betterment, right? Long-term sumo skill building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How to do anything at the edge. I mean, we've seen Kiribayama go through this where he would just spend an entire tournament like trying different grabs and holds. That's and- true. Like going like uh, five and ten, yeah, and be like, well, that was weird. Yeah. And so maybe Kodonawaka is like, I want to, I'm going to figure out Tawada, and he, uh, he has not. <laughs> Ultimately, Wakatakai takes him out pretty easily with the Yorikiri. Right inside grip, pushed out. Yep. Nishiki Fuji versus Shodai. This made me very happy. Um, this was a good one. Yeah. This was happy, this was especially happy making because Shodai doesn't always come doesn't only come in strong and take him out with the Yorikiri. He had to work for it. Mm-hmm, like Nishiki mm-hmm. fought back, Nishiki had some strength going. Shodai had to stay with it. Shodai had to show perseverance. Right, yeah. He had there's times where he could have allowed Nishiki Oh my goodness, Nishiki Fuji to come at I just yeah, that was, that was almost today. as good as me. Yeah. Uh to uh deter him from his course of action yeah and he kept the meeting focused yes um no distractions no side talking absolutely uh, not. to the point and got it done he pushed through 
I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yep. I I really have secret not very secret. Hope's boiling inside of me for Shodai. So. Listen, we're six and six. Yeah. We got three days to go. Yeah. You know? It's every chance. Every chance. We we can Touch do it. Wood. We can do it. Next up we have Ryuden and Hoshoyu. I liked this one. This was a hell of a bout. You got a belt, you got an inside uh inside double grip, outside double grip, switch to like a no grip for anybody, <laughs> yep. lots of like hands to chest and tummy movement yep. going around. We started off at the beginning also with a serious stare down before like they even crouched down and the more staring. It was like a synchronized stare down. Yes. It was a definitely a both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my favorite part was when Ryuden throws Hoshoryu, but he throws him inside the bales. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and definitely part of that was because Hoshoryu like turns himself, but it was also just funny that like it was like clearly supposed to be the finishing move, and Hoshoryu was like, "I'm good, thanks. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll keep standing up right here." Actually, Hoshoryu goes for a leg trip a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, just doesn't have any more gas in the tank. I don't know if, to some extent, if it's his ankle or the edge there, he can't really brace against the bales um, to try to come back from the edge. But he gets forced out, Yorikiri, by Ryuden, and honestly, he looked like he was going to cry. Like, it wasn't even his normal scowl. He looked just rough. He think he's angry at his foot. That's, <laughs> that's fair. I think he's angry at his foot. I think he thinks to himself, if this stupid foot worked, I would have had that. I would have had that. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think what you're seeing is... Uh, <laughs> betrayal. Like the history of humanity. Just a feeling of utter betrayal at the frailness of the human body. Oh, don't even know it. Right? And that leaves Ryudin at 7 and 5 and Hoshoryu at 7 and 5. Mm-hmm. Each of them has three days left to get one win. Yep. Definitely doable for both of them. We shall see. Kiribayama and Takakesho. Yeah, this was the final, out, final bout of the day. Yep. We got everything ready. Kiribayama is going for Kachikoshi. He was Kachikoshi. Uh, Takakesho is going for the lead of the tournament because on- Onosho has tied him up. Mm-hmm. And I believe, yeah, uh, Takakesho had the advantage in the series. Mm-hmm. But by not nearly as much as I had thought before right. seeing it. Yeah, so Tiger Kesha gets like a couple pushes in there, but um, Kiribayama stays in. He kind of grabs it's the like, back of the neck, right. side of the face. It's not the same bout, but it was the same strategy that Kota Nawaka employed, yeah. which was just get in. Get just in. stay in. Yeah. Specifically with Kiribayama, though, he grabs like the neck. Mm-hmm. Sh- Next side of the face pulls him forward enough that he can grab his shoulder. Right. He said this pool was a inside the doyo, but also was a pool specifically for a purpose, not a pool to just hopefully unbalance him. He was mostly it was less a pool and more of like a trying to position him out of the way so he can get that under shoulder grip. Yeah. It was a katatsukashi grip um that like Midori Fuji loves to use. But he had uh Takakesho full, fully stood up in it. So Keisho can't get out of the way. Like, this is, a, and it it happened so fast. It was like almost immediately post Hachi Yeah. He's in the grip. Like, there's no, there's no for Takakesho to go. Kiribayama just has him. Hand on shoulder, hand under armpit on shoulder. Yep. Uh, right hand on chest. 
gently out of the yeah it was really good yeah really, Kitabayama some of his best work yeah extremely well done bottle this bottle this yes um, so Kitabayama comes out with his Kachikoshi and we are left with Soul Leader Magashira 8 oh no show I'm gonna delete whatever episode I said he had he couldn't do this <laughs> Oh no! Show uh, has every possibility. I mean, all he has to do is beat Takake Show tomorrow. It's gonna be yeah a rough last few days for him. Um, do you want to know? What, do you know what the the matchup numbers are though? It's better than you think. What what is it? Oh no! Show has three victories to Takake Show's eleven. Oh shit! <laughs> I was gonna say because like Oh no! Show's like like three like two rungs down because right. it's like. Takakesho, Pusher Thruster, and then Daisho, and then a no-show. Right. Like, but uh, who knows? Who knows what might happen? Yeah, yeah who knows? So we Indeed. will get the no-show and Takakesho bout as our final bout tomorrow. That should be very fun to look forward to. Um, we do have Takakesho obviously on nine wins despite his two-day losing streak. And we also have Koto Shoho, who with his win today... Um, kept his like hopes alive. Position, kept his hopes alive. Um, that would be even wilder. He's Mega Shiro number thirteen. Um, he has Obi tomorrow. Yeah, he has a hard road ahead of him. Whom he has never beaten. He's gonna win a U show. If he beats Obi tomorrow, he's getting K show oh, <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, like, they're not letting that happen easily. Nope. Or Ono show. Oh, he already lost Ono show, so yeah, he'll be getting K show. Today we did have Kiribayama as mentioned. Dai show. Endo and Azumaru all get their Kachikoshi. So, yeah, yeah. Nice at eight wins. Unlikely to take the U show, but anything is possible. They're still mathematically in the game. They're mathematically in the game. Yep. They are statistically unlikely to do so. Yes, exactly. Because it would involve a Takakesho victory and then another loss somewhere in there. Because they'd have, they have to, 11 wins for the U show is tough, but. If he got to an 11 win you show, it would mean like a nine person playoff. That's what I'm here for. That would be a like, ma- like mathematically has speaking. That, like, I remember when we had the three person playoff, they were like, this is the first time this has happened in so the division. And like, it wouldn't be, it, it looks like, years. I don't know what the, what the Torikumi would be for Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. but to get to an 11 win you show, um, is, would involve at least three of the people currently on eight wins. Uh, winning out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keisho losing one more time and Onosho losing twice and Kota Shoho losing two more times. Yep. Or at least some combination of that. Right. Onosho cannot win. A lot of things would have to happen. The next three days. Like, yeah. Yeah. To, like, to make that possible. Keisho has to lose at least once. Yeah. So, like, it is unlikely. Yeah. But Realistically, can, we're still looking at Onosho, Takakesho, Kodoshoho. And uh, <laughs> per our previous uh, predictions, it's still Keisho because we said uh, definitely won't be Onosho or Kodoshoho. It definitely won't be either of those two for sure. Um, I'm still pretty confident in saying it's definitely not going to be Kodoshoho. I, yeah, I, I don't see I still don't really see it in Onosho Yusho, but like well, obviously. Onosho, what, what can happen, well, the, be- the best case scenario uh-huh. is Onosho wins tomorrow. Oh God. Uh-huh. Soul leader, eleven wins, two up on everybody. Mm-hmm. And then 
loses the final two days uh-huh. and we get like a four or five person playoff. That would be beautiful. That's that's when we get like a K show, Kiribayama, Daiye show, Tamawashi, oh no, Shotaku K show playoff. Come on, <laughs> give it to me. You're not going to throw Azumaru in there? You know what? Throw Azumaru in there. Throw him up there. Get him, get him in the playoff. Chaos. We don't have enough straws for everybody to draw straws. <laughs> we'll just be, be drawing straws for a minute. Um, yeah, it'd be that'd be a good time. Well, we we shall see. I would um, have to like go and look up the rules. Yes, because I've seen it down in Makushita. Makushita? They had a four-person playoff mm-hmm. at some point for something question mark. Mm-hmm. But um. This is like when I first started watching. Because mm-hmm. I remember seeing like the sumo internet light up in English. It was definitely fun. Last, uh, oh, a three person. Is, to get this, to see the three, three person, person. Was, it was exciting. So, like, yeah, I'd love, I'd love the chaos, but you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, as we said, statistically highly unlikely, but we shall see. We can only hope. For and the we best. will see you back here tomorrow for day number 13. <laughs>